It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening, welcome. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about love, dating, romance, relationships. Simon Marcel, you name it, we talk about it. <laughs> Bonsoir, Angie Taylor, you cracked me up. And I love that blue shirt that you have on again. You and your blue. And you have the on color your of blue. my mom's eyes, that's why. It- Oh, that's so sweet. See, I think it's come from that. That's the romance. That's why you hear this French accent. You hear the color of my mother's eyes. That's what a romance expert, the captain of romance, would say, Simon Marcel. (laughs) I love that very much. Simon, uh, Angie Taylor, Simon Marcel, I want to tell you, if you are listening to our show tonight, you want to comment on anything, 855-905-905. 8255. We left the show on kind of a crazy note last night. And, and when we left the show, Angie, um, and if you haven't heard the show, go to simonandangie.com to listen to our, our podcast. Angie had a situation where an ex-lover of hers, right, 17 yeah. years ago, yeah, long yeah. time ago, reached out to our company, says you, know, you want to work for them in sales. And the question was, should Angie you know, do a referral, yes or no, and what to say? And that brought a question to me after we left last night, and I want to talk about that with you, Angie. It's that, you know, we all introduce our friends or do referral for our friends when it comes to dating also. Yes. Right? And I have a story about this that has mocked me forever. And I don't know if, if you have one like that. And what would you do? Angie, if a friend of yours, and I mean a close, close friend of yours, mm-hmm. would say, you know, I'm looking for love and all this. Are you the kind of person who will introduce another great friend of yours knowing you risk to lose both friends like it happened to me? Or do you say, listen, you know, I don't get really involved in that because the, the you don't want to lose anybody. In yeah, because I don't want to be in the middle. Where ah. do you stand, Angie, when it comes to referral friends to friends that is for a love question. and dating and relationships? That is a great question, Simon. I will answer your question, and I want to hear what our listeners have to say about that too. Do you? refer friends or do you play matchmaker is basically what you're saying will you yeah. play matchmaker for your best friends knowing you could lose friends co-workers whatever it is yeah. in the process big time when, yes when we come back on the rendezvous with simon and angie welcome back it's the rendezvous with simon and angie call us and comment on what we're talking about right now we're talking about hooking up people you're friends with playing matchmaker 855-905-8255 simon you brought up um, would you uh, hook up friends, hook up people that are very close to you, maybe coworkers, your best friend, somebody, knowing you could lose both? You seem very adamant about this topic. Is there a backstory to this with you? Yeah, there is. I mean, it's, and, and the question should be really, should you do it after what happened to me? I mean, about 10 years ago, my female best friend, you know, looked, it was on Facebook, to my male best friend. And said, oh, he's so this and that. So, of course, what do I do? I love playing hook matchmaker. Him I hook yes. him up, right? And start stiff, uh, both fall in love and both, you know, you know, ooh-la-la and this and that, talking about moving together until she called me crying one day and he did this and and, and, and he said he wasn't true and how can you believe her? And, and I end up in the middle. It was so bad, Angie, that mm. at the end they both felt I betrayed each of them. Mm-hmm. By by not taking side and mm. by try to stay out of it, and I lost the same year my two best friends, Angie. So they're which both I still out miss of your life. Day. Totally, never ne- exactly, and never spoke to me ever again for the same that reason. Was ten years ago. Yes, and so That's those crazy. two are out of my life for ten years. That's crazy to me. So after that, I said, should you ever take the risk with two great yes. friends to play matchmaker? Yes, every and time. You say yes. A and thousand percent. I think ever, so. 
have you and I know because you've done it with me and you've kindly introduced me to a friend of yours even if it didn't work out so and I'll very always much do like it. that I'll always do it here's the here's the thing I say about that Simon and I understand how hard that is when you lose somebody I feel like the fact that neither of them have reached out to you in the 10 years is their fault that's not your fault you were trying to do a good thing you did, did really what they wanted you to do you set up an introduction whatever happens after that is not your fault it's not your business I always say listen I'll set up the initial hi, how are you, phone number exchange, you know, like introduction. But after this, I want out of it. Yeah. I'm not a part of it. You guys figure it out. And so they had a relationship, you said, and yes. it didn't go well. So you did the right thing. They had a relationship. The fact that it didn't go well is not your fault. The fact that they're not speaking to you is their fault. So you, I'm all about finding love where you can find it. And who better to refer someone to a best friend than the other best friend because you know their loves and their likes and their hates and their interests and their quirks and what somebody else could live with. But Angie, the question I have, which that was boomerang on me, was how can you not tell him something or how can you not tell her she's wrong? And at this game, you stay of, out. You know, I did stay out and they said if you, and they both used the same argument, but if you're such a good friend, you should tell her she's wrong. And she told me, how can you not tell him he's so wrong? Well, then they're and putting like, you in a horrible position and they're not being good friends. You should say to them, listen, if you're a good friend, you wouldn't put me in this situation. I, know, I did the right thing by trying to find you love. You're doing wrong by me by trying to make me get in between my two best friends. You know, I love what you said. Once we make the initial introduction of, you know, phone numbers, hi, that's it. We really back and, away. But I wish everybody we would have heard you then, especially those two, Angie, because, you know, you. As a best friend in the middle, you cannot mix after the first hello. You cannot you, you can. pass judgment. I mean, you can, listen, it's just too hard. They're both going to be your best friends if they start dating. You're going to see them. There's going to be um, you know, social situations where you see them yeah. out if your two yeah, best yeah. friends are dating. However, I feel like you have to maintain a certain level of distance. Like, listen to them, but I wouldn't really give a lot of input. Like, oh, you know, you guys will work it out. It'll be okay. But I wouldn't be like, oh, that person is so wrong. Or, oh, this person did the wrong. Oh, girl, you should be mad. Like, to, to not get involved in the drama. You have a job as a matchmaker, I guess. And that's admirable because what? you're trying to find your friend's love. You love it, your friends. You want them to be happy. Exactly, and that's the way all friends, you know, should act towards each other. Is yes. just help each other to meet yes. people, and and you yes. know, the- Simon. I- I've tried to set you up with a couple of girls. If yes. it works out, if it doesn't, I know you're not going to hold it against me. It's not my Never. fault. No. I make the connection. If it doesn't work out, cool. If it does work out, awesome, and I'm so happy. I, I hope for it to work out, but I step back and I don't get involved after that. Have you ever been in a situation like that with a girlfriend on just one side? You make the introduction and your girlfriend talks about it with you constantly. Yes. And then you feel and you have to back out. I deflect. I deflect, okay. deflect, deflect. Like, I'm not, you know what? That's your life. That's your love. I'm, I don't want people involved in my personal love life. I don't want to be involved in theirs. Smart. I'll try to I'll try to hook them up, but I want to hear what our listeners have to say, Simon. Has this happened to you? Have you hooked up a friend? Have you been the one that's been hooked up by a best friend? 855-905-8255. I want to hear from you when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie talking about setting up people close mm-hmm. to you in your life for romance. Um, Simon, you told a, a story about setting up your two best friends. It didn't work out. Guess who's the bad guy? 
Poor Simon. Yeah, yeah I lost doing, two of them. Both of them lost. Yes, Same trying, year. To, trying to play Cupid, doing the right thing. We're the bad guys sometimes in that situation. I don't think you were in the wrong for trying to have the people you love the most find love. Uh, yeah. I think they're in the wrong for doing that. But I want to hear what our listeners have to say. 855-905-8255. Let's go to the phone, Simon. Mm-hmm. Listening in Irvington, New York on 98.5. The Cat. Here's Leo. Hey, Leo. Bonjour. Hey, Thanks for having me on. Sure. Hey, Leo. Bonjour. Do you have uh, anything to contribute to this conversation that's happened to you, or what do you want to say? Yeah, I got, I got two uh, instances. One, I actually, I've, uh, I don't want to date myself, but I've been graduated from high school for about 15 years. In my <laughs> junior year of high school, me and uh, my three buddies, we all had dates. We were in a band, and uh, our guitarist, Brian, didn't have a date. So I knew this really, really quiet girl named Sarah, and Brian was also quiet. So I put them together for prom. You know, hey, how about you just all go? We'll right. get a limo. So that was junior year. Uh, Senior year, you wouldn't know whether or not they were boyfriend and girlfriend. They never held hands or anything, but they were a couple. And then, you know, you look up people on Facebook or whatever. So fast forward 15 years, they are actually married. Yes. Hey, you know what? You win some, you lose some. And Simon, I wouldn't discourage you with your situation from setting up friends in the future because not all of them are going to work out. In fact, most of them aren't going to work out. But if you even have one set of friends that end up in a great relationship or married or something, it's the greatest feeling in the world. And, and you're doing your part as a friend because you want your friends to be happy. I agree with that. I agree. But I, I you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good point. Yes, you should do it, but there is a risk. There's always a risk. Um, so that was your story about the situation that worked out well, Leah. Was there another one that you were alluding to? or? Uh, well, I mean, there was one time where it didn't work out so well between a buddy okay. of mine. Uh, okay, well, I w- hold, hold on right there. I want to hear the one where it didn't work out when we come back. Can you hang yes. on for one second, Leo? Yeah, sure thing. When we come back, more with you, Leo, and The Rendezvous next. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. The topic is, do you hook up your friends? Do you play Cupid, matchmaker for your friends? Mm-hmm. Could it end bad? Most of the time it does end bad, um, but you shouldn't lose your friends for that. Um, sometimes it ends great. Leo is on the line listening right now in New York on 98.5 The Cat. So you told us the good story. You said there was a great story, and we loved it. Uh, people that you set up ended up getting married, so you said there was a bad one. Leo... How did it go bad? Uh, Yeah, this happened in my uh, early 20s. I was working at a restaurant, and uh, my buddy was the manager. And he, you know, another server, he knew her, and he knew me, uh, and he set us up. And things were going okay, and then, uh, you know, we kind of broke up. And whatever she said to him, I was, like, persona non grata at work. And, I mean, and I'm not to say, like, I mean, I wasn't, uh, you know, we had our fights and everything, but I wasn't a, I never did nothing like beat her or anything like that. We just broke up. It wasn't working out, you know? Well, you know what but, she did? But, she, well, I always say she got ahead of the morning papers. She went and told the press, you know, her own side of the story before you could. So whatever yeah. she says gets in the morning papers and you missed out on that side of the boat, which really, really sucks. And that's the side of the coin where you can lose friendships and this is where as friends we have to just you know assume that we hook people up and then we back away we back away and we should keep our mouth shut and not give advice to our friends that were close to us because then we take sides once they're together the mistake i've made is hey something what do you think of that and i said and then you get involved 
It's hard and to then, be objective when they're both your friends. Oh, best to not answer and, and said good to call a show like ours then. Yep. yep. Leo, thank you so much for calling in and giving us your two stories that were both amazing. We appreciate you listening to The Rendezvous. Yeah, I love the show. Thank you both. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Good hey, night. Simon, when we come back, we're going to do a bonjour Simon Marcel email uh-huh. from, that we found on simonandangie.com. That's next on The Rendezvous. Hello, thank you for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. I'm Angie Taylor. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. So we talk about love, dating, romance tonight in our very sexy ooh-la-la studios. And mm-hmm. we get lots of emails from people that maybe are a little shy about calling into our show. But yes. if you ever want to leave us an email, simonandangie.com if you have a question about your love life. And Simon, you are the French romance expert would you say um, french romantic expert too, i don't know but definitely love romance raised yes. on romance that was my yes. my soup when i was little well you're french and you automatically get romance points just on that accent alone <laughs> okay. so people specifically sometimes want relationship advice from yeah. you you come from a different perspective and so let's go to a bonjour simon marcel email mm-hmm. um this comes to us from milana from Baylor, Texas, listening on Mix 104.7. She says, Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Melana. I like older men in their 30s and 40s, but I'm 22. And my family, especially my mom, can't accept that I like older men. Do you think dating guys in their 30s or 40s is a bad idea for someone in their 20s? What do you say, Simon Marcel? Simon, you are uh, in your 40s. I am in my uh, 40s as well. Um, She's in her early 20s. It's a little different, I think, sometimes um, on the ratio male-female. You know, women are a little bit more mature when they're younger than men. Uh, yeah. She might be caught up to somebody in their 30s, but 40s? I don't know. What do you say, Simon, to would you date a 22-year-old girl? Uh, not anymore. Uh, not anymore. Uh, but I've done it in my uh, – so so when I was early 40s, I had a girlfriend who was 22 to 24 for two years, and it was wonderful. And then she left me to get married to a guy, and we're still friends to this day. What I've learned from my parents who have 17 years of difference, it's mm-hmm. a case-by-case issue. Okay, there's some people who need very mature older men. There's some men who find younger women sometimes more, you know, eh, eh, I would say full of life. There's all kinds of things. My mother taught me one thing. Don't judge on generality. Judge case by case. On the person. Yes, only on the person. Only on the person. Do you feel like somebody that... Go ahead, honey. I would advise to tell your mother that if you are in love... If you like somebody, dating somebody for a little bit, there's no arm. I mean, really, a man is a man. I mean, if it's past certain age, it becomes a different story. Uh, but because of my parents and my grandparents at such age difference, they work for 50 years, who am I to say you shouldn't date somebody much older? Yeah, I well, think if, if your heart says so, do it. Yeah. I, so, I mean, and you know what? own it. I agree with you. I mean, just because you would not at your place in your life... Um, there may be other times in your life when you're in your 30s that you maybe would have dated somebody 22. Um, I know when I was in my younger 20s, I always dated older men. Always, always, always. Um, you did? Yes, I did. And, and I don't why know, do you think? I think that I was looking for the security. Um, I clearly have daddy issues. We've discussed it a million times on this show. My father took off when I was three. My mother and I struggled. There was never a father figure. But we do actually have... Uh, 
caller that wants to talk about this situation as well. So Good. let's go to the phone, Simon, when we come back. With my daughter, we'll talk about that when she gets there. I don't even want to think about it. It drives <laughs> okay. me crazy even to think about it. But yes, case by case. Case but by case. Let's go to the phone, 855-905-8255. You're a girl in your 20s dating a man in your 40s, or you're the mom of that person or the dad. Or the guy dating her. What does this mean to you? When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're going off this email we got at simonandangie.com. Our bonjour mm-hmm. Simon Marcel email from Milana, who is 22, dating men in her 30s and 40s. Mom is not happy about it. She wants to know if it's a bad idea. We both think it's a case-by-case basis. Let's go to the phone, 855-905-8255. What do you say about this? Listening in Clive, Iowa, on Now 105.1, here's Antonella. Hi, Antonella. Hi, how are you guys? Bonjour, Antonella. Hello, we're good. What do you... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, I agree with Simon. I think it's a a case-by-case basis. I actually kind of worry more about men that date women in their 20s than the opposite. Because, That's a great point. Uh, I'm in my 40s. Great point. You know, I mean, I'm in my 40s now. And when I was a 20, I didn't know what I wanted or what I was doing. I think society tells us what we want and what we're doing mm-hmm. in our 20s, but we don't really know. So a lot of, there's a lot of immaturity uh, and drama that's not necessary. And by the time we hit our 40s, we're not interested in that. That's, uh, you know what, Antonella, you touch on a great flip side of this whole conversation because I can understand a man in his 30s maybe wanting to date a hot 22-year-old. It's, you know, there's not a lot of, you know, I hate the word baggage, but there's not a lot of heaviness that comes with a 22-year-old. It's fun. You can go out. But why, as a 40-something man, do you find interest in it? Is it just physical? Is there any possible reason, Simon? And I want to talk about that when we come back. Yeah, I want to you, answer that. Yeah. You hit on something, Antonella, that we're going to dig deeper into. Simon, you're in your 40s, and you said you won't date a 22-year-old. Not I want to anymore, know why. But I, but I did in my 40s. You would have in your 30s. You did. In my 40s, I did. Your uh, early at the age 40s. Of 42. Okay. Yeah, and I want to tell you how wonderful it was and why it was an extraordinary okay. experience Great. in my life. Antonella, thanks for calling the rendezvous. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. Yeah, have a good night. Have a great night. More on this topic when we come back with Simon and Angie. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we've been talking about, uh, this goes off an email for Bonjour Simon Marcel that we had. Mm -hmm. We take your emails at simonandangie.com. This came from a 22-year-old woman who Mm -hmm. said, I'm dating men. I love older men, 30s, 40s. My Mm -hmm. mom is so not happy with it. Um, I explained to you, Simon, that when I was in my 20s, I also dated older men. I don't think I dated 40s, but I definitely dated 30s. There's a Mm -hmm. sense of security there. A lot of it had to do with my daddy issues. Um, I wanted to feel safe and secure in a life of not feeling safe from anything. So that was part of my reason. As you get older, you learn, you become independent on your own. But, Simon, you mentioned that you did in your early 40s date women in their 20s. One, one woman from the age of 41 to 43. And okay, and how old was she? 22 to 24. 22 when I met her, 24 when she left me. What was the appeal with her? Full of life. There is something extraordinary in somebody who just finished colleges and is about to go to the next step 
and uh, look for guidance and it has the energy and the um, the joie de vivre, the joy of life that sometimes you have at that age. And so, you know, at, at the beginning, since, you know, I don't want kids, at the beginning she didn't want kids, we had a, really an extraordinary time. And I, I don't want to be a hypocrite and pretend it wasn't extraordinary. And at the end, she left me because... She started to want kids and, and all that. And so she wanted we, a commitment you couldn't give her. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, to be the father of a kid, I said no. And she appreciated the honesty. And she's still my one of my closest friends. She's now married. And this experience was hard for me at the end, Angie, really, because she left me. I didn't leave her. Right. So right. Well, it's never easy when somebody is the first one to bail and you're not quite ready. Um, <laughs> you said something very interesting about why you were with her. And now I know you also don't date girls of that age anymore. No, I don't. I, w- I want to touch on what you said that struck me and also why you don't anymore. Because I think uh, for a lot of women, we always wonder, why do these 50-year-olds date 22-year-olds? Aside from the obvious aesthetic, there's got to be another reason there. So mm-hmm. let's get into that a little bit more when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The topic we're on is older men dating mm-hmm. younger women, specifically off an email we went from a 22-year-old woman who dates men in her 40s. Mom is not happy with that. Simon, you said that when you were 42, you dated a 21, 22-year-old. And mm-hmm. you said something that struck me about her joie de vivre, her you know exuberance for life and how you felt like you were guiding her. That struck me. Did you feel like she was a project in a way? Like you wanted to show her all that you've learned, maybe show her life through your eyes? I wanted to guide her to success. There was something of that nature. I wanted to tell her what the traps of life were going to be. I wanted to share all I know with her, and I did. And there was this, this lightness of being of when you have such a short life that sometimes you lose because life is difficult, there's ups and downs. As we get older, we're more serious. And so when I was 41 to 43 and I dated her, we had this wonderful time. No Um, pressure for you because she's not trying to tie you down. She's not trying to have kids at that point. She's just enjoying life, which is what you want to do without all the pressure. Exactly, especially not being a father. So, right. so, so that was that was then the learning. Also, that's why I don't do it and would not do it, except as my mom said, everything is possible. To you know, so you never know. But I would prefer not to. Okay, so that was your early forties, and then you mentioned now that you would not do that today. So, what has changed? in the way that you would not date, because there's still men your age older than you, much older than you, that will still date 22, 23, you know, 28-year-olds, whatever it is. Why have you stopped? And I want to know the difference. Right. Well, first of all, you know, um, there is no future 99% of the time if you have such an age difference. Now, as I said, my mother being with my father was such a long diff- a, a, a year diff- 18 years almost. That so was a different this, generation. Yeah. And but she said were... to me, she said to me, Angie, do not judge by the age anymore, Simon. Yes, I agree it with that. It doesn't matter, 22, 25, 35, 55, 60, my boy, whoever you love, you love, own it. I agree with that. But why so, not now? Why not why now not? would you not date a 20-something? Because unless an exceptional 22-something would not want to have kids and would have the same vision of me than life, it's it's guaranteed to fail. And you're the one left behind. 
So, so you are in a different place in your life, is what you're yes. saying. And while it's attractive to date somebody with this zest for life that's so young that wants to experience all the things that you want to experience still, eventually these 22-year-olds become 28, 29, 32-year-olds that want to have children, and you're not there. So I'm not the, there. Right. The ideal for you would to be dating somebody with that zest for life that has the same outlook as you. Yeah, so my last girlfriends are all in the 40s. Strangely enough, it was not better than the 20s, by the way. You can be way. in your 40s and have the zest for life, honey. You can. I, I, and that's really something we have to keep in mind. I've dated uh, in the last five years all women in the 40s, from 50 to 48. For, mm-hmm. Excuse me, from 40 to 48, wonderful women. But where was the joy of life? It, I really, and Angie, you're an exception to that, but really, you know me how much I love life, adventure, laugh. We laugh so mm-hmm. much off and on mm-hmm. air. Mm-hmm. I feel there is a little bit of we go on a date, this, that, and then the seriousness appears. Mm. And so I hope God sent me a woman in, the, in her 40s that is still light lo- and happy lo- and love life and not love so life. bitter towards men. Okay. Because... I don't know what men have done to women, but sometimes women are very upset at men. And sometimes it goes the same way. Men can Pro- be very, very, I've dated some men that were very bitter toward women. Um, and you can't take whatever's happened in your life into the next relationship. I feel like everybody should get a clean slate. Great advice, and you know, absolutely. Always dare to love, regardless of race, age, difference. If you feel in love, love and own it. And then we'll see what love happens. Love and own it. I love that. Simon, yes. So yes, when Angie. we come back, let's talk about owning it. Do you want to own the person you're dating right now or do you want to dump them? We're going to play our favorite game, Date <laughs> or, or dump. dump. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon. And Angie. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Our website, simonandangie.com. If you ever want to email us, we're going to play our favorite game, Date or, or dump. dump. Yes, this is if you're in a relationship or maybe you just went on one date and you don't know if you should date this person or dump them because something weird happened or a red flag went off. We'll give you our answer. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. easier to ask on email. So let's go to a date or dump email from Paul listening in Hudson Valley, New York on 98.5 The Cat. He says, hey, guys, I've been seeing this girl. I asked her to go out on a date with me this weekend, but she told me she already has two other dates, but she could fit me in next weekend. <laughs> I didn't even know why she was seeing other guys. I didn't even know she was seeing other guys. But now that I know... I'm not even sure that I should go with her again or go out. Why wouldn't she just say she's busy instead of telling me she had other dates? Should I date or dump her? Simon, what do you think? Uh, Paul, going to go out with this girl. She's like, I'm busy. I got other dates. Hey, listen, you have to have self-confidence. So you take your chance, you go on the date, and you give it all you got. Because worse is to have regrets. If she doesn't like you, if she has many dudes, don't worry about it. You be yourself. You have a good time. And unless she sees you, unless you face to face, unless you're having a drink, a coffee, or dinner together, how the the heck you're gonna have a chance to charm her? So I say date, Angie. What I do say, you say? I say date as well. They've never even really gone out that much. I mean, they haven't had a defining talk about where their relationship is. I think until you have that conversation, you just have to assume that we're all testing out the waters. Be confident in that you're gonna be the one. And if you're not, then. 
C'est la vie. C'est la vie. You took, you have the chance, and no, she decides. Right. I mean, after all, we offer women decides. She might be saying something else. I want to see what you think about my other theory on her, though. Uh, when we come back, let's talk about that on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're doing a date or dump email. You can email us anytime, simonandangie.com. Paul, uh, talking about the fact that he asked this girl on a date this weekend. She said, I'm busy. I already have two other dates. Maybe next weekend. Let's do that. He said, why would she even say that to me? Should I even go out with her now? Why wouldn't she just say she's busy? Simon, you said date. I said date because who doesn't dare doesn't live. I said date because, hey, you guys are not in a relationship yet. You have to assume you're both still dating other people until it's serious. Mm-hmm. There's a, a question I have, though. For her to say that instead of just saying she's busy, because honestly, if I'm being a thousand honest, I would probably say, hey, I'm busy. I have stuff going on. I don't think I would tell a guy I had other dates. Do you think she did that as a way of, I don't know, making it? making him thirsty for her like oh wow she's got all these other guys and all these other dates i want to win you know men are very competitive maybe she's playing off of the ego a little bit do you think that that's part of it my instinct tells me she's not really into him or he would you know for a little she knows him and prepare for the exit uh yes. that right now you know it is what it is so that's my take your intuition says what angie your, your intuition says she's, she's playing trying the competition Uh, my intuition is saying, uh, Simon, I think you're on to something, but I also think that she's like, hey, I'm really busy. I have other dates I'm going on. If you want to date me, you better work for it. There's other people that are interested in me. What do you have to offer? I'm just putting you on notice that you're not the only game in town type situation. Jordan, our assistant producer in mm-hmm. his 20s, sitting over here shaking his head like crazy. He clearly has something to say. Jordan, I want to get to you uh, when we come back because you have an opinion. Yes. Okay. So... Simon, I want to hear what the 20-something has to say about Let's this whole situation. Let's okay. Jordan, yeah. All right. What does she really mean by this? I think if you're really interested, I, I like what you said, Simon. If you are all about this guy, everybody else goes by the wayside. You're going to make it. room for him, make time That's for it. him. But maybe she's saying something else when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. Our website, simonandangie.com. That's where we got our email for Date or Dump, Simon, that Mm. we're still talking about. Uh, A guy named Paul who said, listen, I dated a girl one time, asked her to go out on a date with me this weekend. She said, I have two other dates. I'm busy. Next weekend, let's go out. You Mm -hmm. and I agreed, "Mm, maybe you should give her a chance because you guys are not exclusive. But we also thought, hey, if she really liked him, she would clear her schedule for him. Um, in the meantime, our assistant producer, Jordan, is over here. Jordan, you got to remind me, 25 years old you are? 26. 26. You were waving your arms like crazy. What do you have to say about her intention? Is she trying to make him jealous or no, what? I don't think she's trying to make him jealous at all. I don't think she likes any of the three dudes that much. I think that she is just being very straightforward. I'm a busy woman. I go on dates, just like dudes go on dates. She has a rotation, a roster, whatever you want to call it. And she's just letting you know, hey, I'm busy this weekend, but next weekend. Like, if she didn't like you, she would, she'd have said no. You wouldn't have the date option to begin with. Don't you think, though, she's trying to fill her calendar? Because if she liked him, she would put him at the top of the rotation. If she is rotating dudes or whatever it is. Or what, what's really happening here? Because... 
why would she even tell him I have dates with other guys? Why do why wouldn't she just say or I'm going out of town or I have plans or something? Because I think she's being straightforward and honest. I think that she is, you know, not trying to hide anything. Obviously, she's not too serious about being with someone, having a committed, well, not a committed relationship, but like a full on boyfriend. You know, she's mm-hmm. in that like she's playing pin, the field. Yeah, she's playing the field. Simon, what do you say? Oh, I agree with Jordan. I think it's nothing more or less than what he said. I think there's mm. she's straightforward. She I'm a girl. is not crazy about any of them. But, but she doesn't mean that it's closed. If she didn't like him, there would be no offer of any date, period. So she True. must like him a little bit. But it's not. she's not there yet. And maybe she just got out of a bad relationship. She doesn't want to recommit. Maybe it's somebody on a rebound, stuff like that. What, what is your intuition ha- saying, Angie? Well, have you ever gone out with somebody just to fill time, though? Like, maybe she's not. Never. Really? I have. Me never. I've been, you have? Like, yeah. I've done that before. Yeah. And so maybe is it a possibility that she's not put like making the, oh my gosh, yes, let's go out this Friday. Because if I like a guy, everybody else goes by the wayside. I'm focused Zoom, tunnel vision on him. That's the guy. Maybe she's just filling her social calendar because she doesn't want to be alone one night. I don't really like you that much. I'm going to put you on the bench. I'm going to bench you in case Jordan comes along. If he doesn't, then I'll put in the guy on the bench. I think she might be filling time. That could be the situation. But I think when on the flip side, when guys do it, they don't tell you anything. They're the like guys are the ones that'll be like, right. oh, I'm going out of town. But oh, girls I feel can't. guilty about right, that exactly. in a way. So she's yeah. going to say, hey, straight well, up. That's true. I've got other dudes on on the line. She's being honest. We got to give her that, right? That's that's. I agree with Jordan. I mean, I think that's what it is. But he's got to take his chance. Paul has got to take, take his chance. And, Every and time you have a date. Put your A game out. You, play the best basketball you've ever played. Yes. Shoot your shot. Go up. Stanley chance. One-on-one, Jordan. You you two up in the basket. Boom. You have to be the one to make the shot because she's testing you at this point. It, like, are you going to be better than these other two guys that are on the bench? It would be like the lottery, right? Only the one who plays can win. It's the same thing. The lottery of life, the lottery of love. If you don't play, if you don't play your numbers, you have no yeah. chance to get this this fabulous bonus. Same thing with love. You got to right. play. You got to right. go on the date. Well, yeah. I say go on the date. We, do we all agree to go on the date? Yes. Uh, yeah. A date. So our final conclusion, girl, or I should say guy, you should date girl. Yes, Paul, date. So date. date I say one time, homie. One time. But... <laughs> okay. More of The Rendezvous when we come back with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. If you missed any of our show at simonandangie.com is where you can find playback, podcast, anything you missed, love, dating, romance, including playing matchmaker for your friends, which can be dangerous or amazing. I'm all for it. Um, Disclosing that you're dating other people Mm -hmm. when you first start dating someone. That was Paul's date or dump email. And Simon, that's where your Simon Says came in tonight. Thanks, Angie. I just said love is like the lottery. You can't win if you don't play. And you got to take a chance. You don't want to have regrets. Take a chance. Take a chance. Always, whenever you can. That's really? everything in life, but especially in love. Jump in with both feet. Put all the money on whatever number you're playing. Put all the money on the dice and just roll them and try it's, it. It's the only way to win. I mean, yes, yes to lose you can, but to win, you got to take a dare. You got to go with it. So I'm, I'm on that side. Life is too short not to take dares. I real. agree. I agree. And we also talked about, this was an interesting conversation, older men dating younger women. I know a lot of women have this thing in their head, especially, you know, I'm in my 40s. 
And we look at these 22-year-olds that are with men in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. What is the appeal? That was a great conversation. And Simon, you gave us a lot of insight on that as well. So make sure you check out our website, simonandangie.com. You can also Mm -hmm. see Simon on your TV show on the FYI channel. Thank you. Yes, Angie. It's all the episodes on the simonandangie.com. There's a lot of it. So it's, it's like the rendezvous. It's me. You in know, bed with, with Simon. Yes. Yes. On FYI. And we are in the middle of a mall. I'm interviewing real couples that we pull out of the mall to ask relationship questions. Yes. Watch the answers. I'm really doing an interview job there. And I'm having a lot of fun. Listen and watch the answers of my real couples there. I love in it. bed with Simon. Real couples, real honest relationship advice, questions, yeah. answers. It's so great. I yes. love your show, Simon, uh, Thanks, on TV. I love your mm-hmm. rendezvous, and I love your TV, too. How about that? And I love you, Angie Taylor. <laughs> and I love you, and I love our listeners. So thank you so much for listening to us tonight on The Rendezvous. We'll chat with you tomorrow. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.